Hello, my name's Juliet. I'm a prosthetist orthotist leading up the orthotic service at Yeovil District Hospital and I'm also an Allied Health Professions Leadership Fellow with Health Education England. I'm also a mother and wife and daughter and sister and friend and it feels really significant that I've been asked to do a podcast for this AHP's day um, because it's timed quite nicely. Part of the reason I introduced myself as the human Juliet rather than just the professional is that I started a new leadership course and it felt very different and I met the other 30 participants very much at a human level and that felt really exciting and helped us to connect and form a community within that learning environment really. So I thought I'd start off sharing about this week because that was quite a significant moment and realising that the people that work across the health and social care environment are humans hugely compassionate, hugely passionate about things, making things better for others. And that really is the best part of being an AHP and working within our health and social care sector. So that's just my reflections a little bit on this week. But I started that way because the training that I did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the leadership training, is with the NHS Leadership Academy. And I'd really recommend that anyone kind of Google that. It's the Rosalind Franklin programme that I'm on, so you could Google that. But there are other programmes, a whole series of them, for people at various stages of their career or learning or development. And I think this is going to be quite significant because already this community of 30 leaders from across health and social care have connected at a human level and I'm really intrigued to see where that takes us. So that's just a little introduction about my immediate thoughts and my very current position as an AHP. But let's talk a bit more about my journey to get to this point and a little bit more about my life generally. So I started working in the NHS when I was 16, I think. I'd done my GCSEs but not yet moved on to, to further education and I was a cleaner in the NHS. I used to clean a healthcare centre. Um, kind of, I don't know, the biggest thing I remember about it was the family planning clinic because there was a lot of nappies to get to empty from bins. But it, it was a great job. And it was a great job because I was given a lot of trust. And that felt made me feel proud as a 16-year-old, being able to be trusted to do my job really and get on with it obviously I had training and guidance but most of the time I would open up and lock up and get on with the job and someone would be keeping an eye on the quality of work I did but very much I was sort of told to get on with it and do the best job I could and within that job I met some fantastic people you know people told me I made the place sparkle and that felt good and I could just that's where I started falling in love with the NHS and part of the health and social care environment because all the people were just fantastic and and welcomed me in with open arms and after I'd finished school my school education I took a year out working in youth retreat work that was something quite different really different really powerful it was really my job every week, twice a week, to welcome in 50 or so students, ranging from about 15 to 18, something like that. And it was my job to get to know their stories and help them through some of the anxieties that that part of life brings. 
And that's where I think I developed skills that I definitely still use today around empathy and about understanding where people who I come into contact with are coming from and what their world means to them. So even though that wasn't specifically health related, it was the next step in my journey to finding my dream job as an AHP. I then went off to university to study prosthetics and orthotics up at Salford University and there was tons of opportunity and one significant one for me was when I went out to Russia with some of my classmates and again my eyes were just opened up to technologies from outside of healthcare that could help so we had some crossover and some experience around the space industry in Russia and how some of those technologies can cross into prosthetics and orthotics so that really kind of opened my eyes up as to how we can, if you like, pinch with pride (laughs) technologies developed elsewhere to help our patients and our clients. So that was the next step about me. Okay, I'm doing this very specific niche job in the health service, but actually let's keep my eyes open and see what can benefit my patients from knowledge and understanding elsewhere. I graduated, woohoo, <laughs> and got my first job, which was fantastic, down in Basingstoke. And within a year of graduating, I was out in India setting up a prosthetics and orthotics clinic in a school out there with a great bunch of people, a lot of which were already my friends, but we'd managed to pick a really diverse group. Some weren't from a prosthetics and orthotics background, but they had so much to to contribute. And we worked alongside some doctors from Great Ormond Street Hospital. And it was just, yeah, a dream team, really. And that, again, was such a different experience, but opened my eyes to what's possible even sort of early on in your career so I would encourage others that are pretty new to the AHP world to to seek out opportunities that you think oh am I ready for this just go for it because there'll be people around you that have got all the significant experience and you're just coming there with an energy and an enthusiasm and something different to give and that I reflect on that and I reflected on it when I was in my leadership training earlier on in the week. And there's still definitely skills that were developed within that month that I applied to my day-to-day work now. So this was all part of the journey to building me into the AHP I am now. And the other thing that travelling to Russia and India gave me was a real appreciation of the wonderful NHS and how developed that is for us in the UK. And it is a wonderful place to work. Every day, again, it's my job to have patients coming in every 30 minutes or so and telling me their story and it's always a real privilege to hear that and it's always inspirational. A lot of my specialism is around the treatment of paediatric patients with orthotics and you know it never surprises me how much young people and children just cope with disability be that temporary long-term you know whatever it's really enlightening to hear their stories and see how that doesn't define them. They're, they're just wonderful people who sometimes have never known any different and sometimes have but don't make a big deal of it. And also those stories where people are on a journey themselves and struggling to come to terms with maybe a diagnosis. But all of that for me is magical. And so 
I don't want this to turn into a CV, so I'm not going to say, and then I did a job here, and then I did a job here. But one of the significant parts for me was that, again, relatively early on in my career, maybe four, not quite five years in, there was a voluntary position that I could stick my head above the parapet to do, and that was to work for the professional body, the British Association of Prosthetists and Orthotists. And I do think as much as we absolutely have to find a work-life balance, some work can be done and you won't get paid for it. Don't make that a routine, but see the opportunity in those positions. Because again, I learned things through seeing the national picture that has really opened up my eyes to how we can work across systems and we can help each other out. And we haven't got all the answers ourselves, but collectively we probably have, or we'll certainly have, you know, diversity within that knowledge. And that always adds something. So as well as kind of working specifically in my very niche area in the NHS, I do really enjoy the overarching national picture and making connections with other professions. I think that's really key. And making those connections is, I think, really what AHP Day is all about for me. So I do really appreciate what my other allied health professionals can contribute to healthcare. And I'm often surprised and, you know, I love that. And we suddenly discover another viewpoint, I think, as a prosthetist, orthotist and the person I am. The the training that I've had kind of helps me to see things through a kind of engineering lens. So when we're building prosthetic limbs or orthotic devices, then we approach it in terms of understanding the person and their needs but also understanding how materials like metals and plastics and various other things can interact to help make life easier for that person. So that feels quite unique to my profession. And also the problem solving. I think all AHPs are problem solvers, but prosthetists, orthotists approach it quite logically, whereas I can think of other professions that will approach that quite emotionally and both are, are valid and good. And if I come on to my Health Education England fellowship, that's been fascinating for me. Again, it's very much looked at the national picture and making all the connections between the different allied health professions. But the remit that I was specifically given and have thoroughly enjoyed is helping to support what we term in Health Education England, the small but vital professions. And by those, I mean prosthetics and orthotics podiatry, therapeutic radiography and orthoptics and that kind of club, the Small and Vital Professions Club, has a lot to give for the NHS and I think possibly in the past small niche professions can be overlooked but there are some commonalities around the difficulties that we have with day-to-day running of very small services and various things but also a uniqueness with what we can contribute because of that background that we're coming from. So a real beauty of going out and seeking out other allied health professions different from your own discipline is that you will be surprised about what even the smallest can contribute. And again, I think there's there's often real value in rarity, isn't there? And just having that different viewpoint or take on things is going to move us forward in terms of patient care, in terms of building our community and in terms of the impact that we're going to have across the health and social care world. So I suppose my closing message on this AHP's day is to celebrate our diversity, 
uh, build our community through AHP's day. And if we put the patient, client or the person that we're helping at the centre, then I don't think we'll go far wrong.